This is the Daily Dispatch podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keenan. Today, Dispatch Live is talking to Michael Fridgen. Michael, you are an amazing man. You get younger by the year and your auctioneering style just pulls the money out of the auction at the Gately uh, Wine Auction. I'm amazed to say that, but people are very generous here. They are certainly generous. Um, And you've been doing this for 24 years, so you probably know what generosity is. The East London community is truly generous. It's a community auction. The Cape wine industry has come to know and to trust this as a regular event in which the wines are properly represented and properly paid for. And that combination, I think, is what makes such a success. You were saying that as far as you're concerned, you haven't seen anything like this, both locally and overseas? Well, you know, there are very big trade-driven auctions overseas. You know, the Hospice to Burn auction, which obviously gives proceeds to charity. But this is one which really does have that sense of community because the lots are donated by the producers, by the restaurants, by the people who give food and accommodation vouchers. And then the community here buys and distributes the beneficence of everyone. So it is unique in my experience. I'm sure there are big industry auctions, the Apple auction, the, um, the Cape Wine auction, which do good work and good, de- good deeds, but not on this kind of scale in terms of the involvement of everyone in the project. The chaps that go down to collect... It, it sounds like a jolly, but they, they work pretty hard to go down there. And they say the reaction they're getting from the estates is actually getting better every year. The, the word keeps getting getting better. It's extraordinary because I know, you know, from the view of the wine estates, if you like, they get asked 50 or 100 times a day, and I kid you not, they tell me they get phone calls three or four times every hour somebody's got a charity, a bowling club fundraiser or whatever and everybody assumes that a wine wine estate can just give away their wine and that somehow it doesn't have a cost to them and it's not like that at all so more and more they narrow down to whom they give They many of them now start making special auction bottlings where instead of it being a standard bottle it's a magnum and the result is that they Decide they'll support one, you know, maybe one, five, ten events in the year, and they only deal with those, and then they are able, in a sense, to say to the many other people who importune, and let's be clear, there are many good causes that this is the one they support. Cordatoni, who thought of the idea of uh, giving pineapples in exchange. Pineapples are fabulous. (laughs) And that has turned out to be something. Fantastic. I mean, the wine guys, they could go and buy pineapples anywhere, but it's just the, the thought that Gately wants to give them something back. Not and a lot, but it's something. It's memorable. They are memorable pineapples. It's a very unusual gift. I mean, have you ever heard of anybody giving pineapples? And then, which I think is quite interesting, there is an agricultural connection. But the sense that this is fruit of the land here in exchange for fruit of the land there. So the net effect of that is just a wonderful sense of synergy. The, the auction gives back 
to the wine community. They've got a couple of charities down there. Mm. In the one year, they donated a bus. And I think that's gone down well with the wine community. It's not just Gately taking. Gately's giving, as, as you have given to Gately. And, and, and I think that is important um, because, once again, the wine industry has wine. It doesn't necessarily have the infrastructure that is available at Gately for hosting an auction. And they also need to know that the wine will bring money from outside the Western Cape communities that also support them and give something back. I think it's very clever and, and very strategically um, good that the Gately um, donation comes back to the wine industry. To change the subject slightly, Michael, I mean, you've, you've been involved with the wine industry for many, many years. How are things looking as far as the wine industry goes? Because it seems we're getting more and more estates. There's certain, well, no, in fact, the number of estates is fairly stable at the moment. There was an attrition around the time of COVID. But um, the answer is that there are a small number of very successful estates, a medium-sized number of um, producers who kind of break even and keep going and the statistics from the industry are very depressing a large number, not so much of wine producers but grape growers who are simply not making ends meet in the last 25 years the number of growers grape growers in the country has halved it's gone down from 4,700 in the 1990s to 2,500 today there's a real attrition, and together with that, a massive loss of vineyard land. So typically the industry loses um, in the order of uh, a couple of hectares every day of the year, land that is no longer used for producing grapes. When you were talking grape growers, or these people that grow for the industry, whether it's for brandy or good wine. And a lot of the so-called wine estates buy their grapes. All the big brands buy grapes. So when you lose growers and you lose vineyard land, in the last 25 years we've lost certainly over 20,000 hectares. That's a thousand hectares a year. That's three hectares every single day of the year. For every year in the last 20, there's a loss of vineyard land that doesn't come back. What, what is compensating for that? Are we making just less wine? Some of it is losing is, is loss of production. The other, which is more depressing, is that some of that production is migrating to lower quality, high irrigation areas where you can get big yields of average wine. And what we're losing is the some of the high-end vineyard that has simply become uncompetitive against the high-volume grapes that can be grown in sunny irrigation areas. It's quite interesting from an East London's point of view that we are seeing some estates opening up closer to us. There's a, a big one coming up in McLean Town. Do we have a decent area to grow wine? Yeah, I think if you just look, not here I can't say I haven't seen any fruit coming out of vineyards around East London, but if you look at Herald, whose wines were on auction, I tasted their pinots now. I tasted them the first time probably 15 years ago. They're making very, you know, very fine, very Burgundian Pinot Noir in the Otomiqua Mountains. That Chardonnay I mentioned that won the trophy from near Barrydale. Um, 
Cape South Coast is certainly becoming a place for pretty smart vineyard. Let's go back to the auction. You asked people to dig deep. You wanted 20,000 average for the lots, which would take the Gateway auction to past a million. It looks like you're getting there. Getting there. I think, I don't know exactly, we've done 25 lots. We've probably averaged about 15 or 16,000 on those 25 lots. So providing the momentum isn't lost, which sometimes happens when we break in the middle, we might get there or get really close. Well, I'll have a quick chat to you after the auction and let's see how close we get. Michael, thank you again for your time. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, Ted. Pleasure. Keep well. Thanks.